Good evening. This is the Bottom Rock Podcast. Today's episode is about perspective. It's not the rock bottom, but it's the bottom rock. We're not buried, we are planted. This gives us an opportunity to create something new in the face of adversity. It's fascinating because when we're going through the challenges and it feels like we are buried and it feels like we can't get anywhere, it feels like we cannot connect to anybody, no matter what we say is being perceived as a threat or controlling, no matter what we do is is not being witnessed as a as a discovery or a effort of love or compassion or to resolve anything it's not trying to reconcile anything basically our perspective at certain times of a challenge is that we just feel a little bit hopeless helpless and angry and sometimes that just leads to depression uh, mental anguish and over time that leads to different maladaptive coping mechanisms. And so when we're doing that, instead of going all the way to our vices and harming our health and harming ourselves with different actions and activities, we want to find and make purpose in the pain. So again, instead of harming ourselves, have the courage and the strength to find ways to grow, to make healthy decisions versus harmful decisions. I know for myself, I've had a number of challenges where I then grabbed a six-pack of beer or grabbed an entire pizza and crushed the pizza in a bag of chips on a Friday night because of stress at work or stress in a relationship or an ending of a relationship or trying to find funding or... A bad presentation one day for the supplement company that I grew. I was just choosing harmful mechanisms to soothe myself. And what that did was maybe be a little bit overweight or a lot overweight. It increased my blood pressure for a while. It increased my... Uh, emotional dysregulation so became more irritated became more sad tried to numb out or became more anxious and it just wasn't a great place to be but now over time I'm 39 years old now and what constantly kind of comes back to ways to grow through the pain is to have faith and to have faith is to believe when things are dark and when we cannot see where we're going or what we're doing or how long a challenge is going to be around for to have faith is knowing that it's going to work out to have faith is to give us the strength to carry ourselves through the challenge to lean on our community, to witness that it's not just about us, 
that we are impacted by others, but that we impact others as well. And it's an opportunity to continue to work on our virtues, work on our patience, work on being better in solitude, work on ways of communication so that we are more articulate in our emotional intelligence and our pain points so that next time we're able to share with our loved ones or share with our colleagues. And this gives us that purpose of serving others. So when we serve others, we then help others when they're going through a relationship change or a change in career or a change in their faith or their finances or different situations that they feel out of control with. And this testimony that we gain from each experience, whether it's bankruptcy, whether it's um, challenges in our marriages or our long-term partnerships or our uh, pursuit of educational accolades, when we go through those challenges of those failed tests, failed failed license exams, failed finances, this testimony gives us those pain points to be able to share because then people will know that we were wounded and we know how to heal ourselves. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do with this podcast. It's a bit of a verbal journal. It's a bit cathartic. And I'm trying to find out which way I want to go with it. But I know that sometimes I will be able to connect to some people. And each episode, there might be one or two golden nuggets. But it's just sharing through this. Because there are three absolutes in life. There will be pain, there will be uncertainty, and there will be work. And I saw that summarized recently on the documentary with Jonah Hill and his psychologist. They summarize it quite nicely. And I thought I wanted to share that with you today because it's true. There will be pain. The uncertainty of what's going to happen in this positive environment What's going to happen in this negative environment? We don't know. Everything is short term. Everything will change. There will be storms. And there will be sunny days. And none of it will last. And that's not negative thinking or any kind of detrimental doomsday psychology. It's just simply a fact. There are seasons and we work through it. And we work through it by making those healthy choices. So the current challenge that I've been going through, I am truly making much better decisions for my health. I am exercising daily. I am communicating about my emotions and I am eating as healthy as possible. I haven't been grabbing the pizzas or the chips or anything like that. 
I've just stuck to the fruit, the vegetables, and the meats, and keeping everything quite lean. Haven't been making the giant bowls of pastas and burying myself in carbs, giving myself hugs and spaghetti. I haven't been doing any of that. I, and I'm thankful for that because I went through other major life changes, like other relationship changes, a number of years ago. And I did the exact opposite. I soothed myself in carbs. I tried to match my tears in beer and tried to change my perspective on life through cannabis or different techniques that weren't great. And uh, this time... I'm sticking to breath work. I'm sticking to exercise through trail running, through outdoor running, through long walks, through music, and really trying to be of service through this pain. I'm working really hard to trust the process, to enjoy the process. People keep telling me to enjoy the process. But these steps, just like the grind and the work of trail running, whether I ran 29 kilometers and 1,700 meters or 10 kilometers and 800 meters, every step was a grind. I didn't really enjoy the process. Just like right now with these significant family changes, I do not enjoy the process at all, but I am really trying to find ways to be grateful. And it, there are days when it is awful trying to find ways to be grateful, but I have found some solid methods of connecting with people and finding ways to, to be grateful which is getting me to trusting the process because it is slow. For a little bit more detail, uh, now I'm going through a separation. I haven't seen either child in over a month. I haven't seen any new pictures of either child in over a month. And I haven't had access to any of the four pets. And... It is extremely challenging. I know I have responsibility for how I got here. I know that I have responsibility and accountability for my style of communication. I needed to improve my emotional communication. I needed to improve my anxiety over finances after losing my job in July I know that it was also stressful when my 10 year old dog died in May of this year Dexter and and it just led to tension it led to fatigue it led to emotional dysregulation And 
then when it became relational issues from things between myself and my spouse and and then it began to slide into the members of our family by by both of us things became a bit confusing so instead of being good role models and good parents we were immature and we were trying to navigate our family development families are tough and I know it's not just this household families are really challenging and Every person within the family unit is growing, thriving, evolving at their own pace. Everybody is changing at a different pace and trying to contain or trying to influence these different phases of growth will not work out very well. Similarly, I see this when I'm at work. When I'm trying to get somebody to, say, quit smoking or lose weight or work out a little bit harder, the more that I would encourage or provide more tools, I'm often met with different pieces of resilience or, sorry, resistance and my resiliency and my uh, my resiliency to want to push people to be better became detrimental within the home and sometimes it becomes detrimental within the client depending on who it is and depends on the, the maturity and security of of the two parties and so when we're going through that it is a matter of do you want to be right or do you want to create something to be right in the pain is not being grateful and it's not trusting the process and it's not having faith it's working in the ego but if we drop our ego and we want to create something we want to create that family we want to create that business you want to create that educational accomplishment you want to push yourself through that gritty time of the process and instead of always wanting to be heard we just have to surrender and be much more fluid in our communication. And this loss processing of the ego and the loss processing of the things that we wanted or the things that we deserved creates a whirlwind of emotions. And that's what leads to the vices or the maladaptive 
coping mechanisms. So our vices are the things that kind of soothe us. It can be food. It can be binge TV. It can be movies. It can be drinking. It can be drugs. It can be sex. It can be gambling. It can be um, abandonment. It can be running away from your family. It could be running away from your job. Uh, not having commitment um, of any sort. There's all types of vices. But the way we process the loss of ourselves and of our identities and what we thought we were and where we thought we wanted to go pushes us to these vices. And when we start to see this occurring, we will experience a change in our mood. We'll experience a change in our energy which will lead to more emotions more superficial emotions more raw emotions and all of this will then impact our sleep it'll impact our daily energy and as a result of these key impacts our daily performance begins to have issues become a little bit less patient become a little bit less receptive whether it's at home or at work and then that's when it compounds our relational issues and then it avalanches into these coping mechanisms so we want to stop ourselves we want to prevent this pattern from forming and find ways to interrupt the process By interrupting the process, it allows us to find a time to view the situation with a different perspective. And in my line of work, I'm regularly reminded about the various perspectives. It it blows my mind, quite frankly. Every 45 minutes of my day at work is completely different. Because each individual is coming in with their basket of experiences and the first 45 minutes of the day I could have an individual who is a very strong vegan in their mindset they are very emotionally intelligent they could have connections be wearing gemstones that were influenced by their tarot card reading and then the next 45 minutes a different executive comes in who only wants to talk about their shoulder pain and which anatomy it's caused by and which exercise or stretch they should do and they don't want to have any dialogue about what stressful emotional challenge that could be also impacting their shoulder pain. Um, They don't want to have any kind of dialogue about anything other than mechanical. And oftentimes they like to just be quiet during that 45 minutes. Where the next 45 minutes, the third set of 45 minutes on the day, that person is going through active chemo. Uh, they, they have a completely different perspective on life. 
usually a little bit challenged with their emotions because they're very hurt, they're very sad from potentially being closer to death. Uh, and, and when I work with people who are at this stage of their health, they're not worried about themselves. I have never met someone who's going through cancer or a terminal illness who's worried about themselves. They're always worried about the impact of them leaving this state and how their loved ones will be taken care of or how it'll influence their life. And it's quite fascinating to see that. And and it's really refreshing because we often see our problems as self-indulgent, um, as self-wounding. I, I'm certainly guilty of this. Uh, and it helps us to reconvene. Recently, as an example of perspective... I sold the assets to my supplement company that Jay and I developed, um, the patents, to a company called Haven Life. And after selling it, the company didn't really process their financials very well. Um, they did. They fired everybody. And what seemed so promising and what looked like a family nest egg was finally able to be had, it was essentially all lost within a very short period of time when they did a 30 to 1 consolidation of shares. And what seemed like long-term wealth and security quickly turned into insecurity and compounded debt when I brought this up to a couple clients and this dollar amount was significant in my head but when I brought it up to a few elder mentors and clients they didn't even bat an eye these guys are in their 50s or 60s and they said they lost three times that amount just that month alone or they recalled a time when they they lost four times that amount and when you're first going through that wound just like the song says the first cut is the deepest it's true um, but I'm very quickly humbled when interacting with these people because then I'm hearing that they were able to learn from their financial challenge or they were able to learn from their family challenge or their marriage challenge or their educational challenge and they were then living past it. And sometimes when we're not trusting the process and we've lost some faith, the chapter in our book seems extremely long. But it is just that. It's just a chapter. It's a page. It's a paragraph. It's a minute in a lifetime. 
Sometimes that minute is a week. Sometimes that minute is a month or a year or a few years. And I've got something going on that's been a few years. But it is still just a part of the lifetime. It's a page in the book. And it allows for the potency of non-attachment. So it allows for another opportunity that I can pursue but not be attached to everything that I'm doing. Because I, I and we have to be able to let go of everything we have in order to feel everything that we have. Because when we are able to detach ourselves, it increases our appreciation and then increases our gratification of what we have. It could be a hug from our loved one. It could be the business we thought we were developing. And by doing this, it changes the dark days to the sunny days. It allows us to grow. It allows us to germinate our seed, to allow it to poke through that buried place. And that's the work. The work is staying clean, staying healthy, and finding that humility to be able to just endure and use our resolve to make progressive steps. I said that weird. Progressive steps forward to be a better better person to those around us. And again, I'm doing this podcast so that I can share some insight into some of the things that I've done. I can share some insight into some of the clients that I've been able to be privileged enough to work with, to be with them on their health journey. And it's been quite fascinating over the years. And I respect all of them. I try to meet each one where they're at. Sometimes I fail. Sometimes we push too hard. Sometimes we don't push enough. But we keep moving forward and we take each day into perspective and be grateful for it. I hope that helps somebody out there who is going through a challenge. You can get through this. You will get through this. Similarly, you will get through the next phase. There will be another up day. There will also be more down days. But we take each one in stride. And if you need a good visualization, think of the mountain. The mountain has the storm pass over itself. It has the clouds and the rain and the wind. And on the mountain, there's an entire ecosystem 
of cougars and bears and chipmunks and birds. And everybody is in that storm. Everybody is using their own mechanisms to get through that storm. Some sit in the treetops. Some huddle together. Some bury themselves into a cave. Some don't make it. But that's okay. And that seems a bit dark, but that's just the natural course of life. And that's what the storms do. They, they wash over us. They renew ourselves. They allow us to find new opportunities of the strength and of support systems. And when you're going through that challenge, find those ways to have the courage to get stronger. Thank you. That is the Bottom Rock Podcast.